0: chapter 5 part 3 of rocks and their origins by grenville aj cole this librivox recording is in the public domain igneous rocks part 3 the scenery of igneous rocks volcanic landscapes where activity is very recent or still in progress present a number of characteristic surface forms the cones which have accumulated round the vents surpass all other hills in regularity of outline and the crater in the summit is often relatively large lava cones may be steep-sided bosses when formed of protrusions of viscid rocks rich in silica like the remarkable domes in the north of bohemia or they may present very gentle slopes where fluid basic lavas have been extruded tough cones are liable to be breached on one side owing to the outflow of lava which the crater wall could not sustain and they then assume the form of a mountain in which glacial influences have hollowed out a cirque rain washes down the loose materials from great volcanic cones and emphasizes the concave curve of the mountain sides the form that is so beautiful in fujiyama in japan and which hokusai with pardonable and affectionate exaggeration reproduced in a hundred illustrations ultimately however grooves appear on the flanks of the cone in which permanent streams gather and the slopes are dissected and worn away. During this process, the tufts yield steep and fantastic forms, and wall-like dikes weather out among them. The dikes are usually the last features to decay. Where the vent has been plugged with lava at the close of its activity, the neck of rock often remains standing above the surrounding country. The sight of cone after cone can be picked out in this way in the Canozoic volcanic areas of central Germany the jutting crag of trachyte or of basalt has often been seized on as the site of a feudal castle under which the dependent agriculturalists still gather at nightfall in their red-roofed town the group of sheer-sighted necks in the hegau section in southern wurttemberg the hohentwil hohenkrahen and the rest form a very striking landscape amid undulating canozoic lands the lava beds that cover wide areas are naturally of basic composition Basalts thus form enormous plains with rugged surfaces on which at last a red-brown soil collects. When exposed to denudation from the edge of the region inwards, they develop a marked terrace structure, through which the rivers cut steep and grim ravines. Grass may grow on the ledges and the tables, but the scarps, controlled by the well-marked vertical jointing of the lavas, remain sharp and prominent, and the rock falls away from these walls in whole columns at a time. This structure is characteristically seen in northern Mull and the adjacent smaller isles, and is still more impressive from the centre to the north of Skye, where the rain-swept terraces covered by grass and bog and scanty oat-fields, and the black steps of rock between them, present a scene of strange monotony and desolation. In regions less exposed to stormy weather, the lava plateaus may provide good soils. For instance, after the great seaward scarp of the basalts has been crossed in the countries of antrim and londonderry the lava fields dropped by faults toward Neagh are seen to be occupied by prosperous farms in arid countries however the savage surface of the flows merely becomes modified by red dust and scoriaceous gravel worn by wind and changes of temperature from the upstanding portions of the land where a stratified country has been freely invaded by sheets of lava along its plains of bedding The stratification is emphasized in any part exposed to weathering. The resisting, igneous rock stands out in scarps along the hills, and marks out any folds that have been formed since the epoch of its intrusion. When the beds remain fairly level, and are also uplifted, flat-topped hills are formed by the intrusive sheets, like those that may be carved out of a country flooded over by lava streams. The crystalline rock, very probably a dolerite, protects what lies below it the coptis north of the great carew in the centre of the cape of good hope are thus level on the crest and bounded by a steep wall or crans of rock the edges of similar sills of igneous rock have controlled much of the scenery between the highland border of scotland and the tyne a fine example is the indented scarp of the great wind sill a sheet of dolerite intruded among the carboniferous strata of northumberland this mass forms a platform for bamberg castle against the wild north sea and is traceable southwestward across the country towards carlisle north of hexham its escarpment is occupied by hadrian's wall and the town of borcovicus was planted on the edge overlooking all northumbria the farmers of north britain and ireland have long known upstanding igneous dykes as unprofitable windstones the regularity of direction among dykes over very wide areas points to their intrusion along cracks produced by stretching of the crust radial grouping of dikes, such as one finds near volcanic necks or on a gigantic scale round tycho on the moon may be due to explosive action but the majority of dikes seem to have followed upon earth movement in the north of ireland from the coast of down to that of donegal A series of compact rocks of Devonian age occurs in dikes lying almost invariably north and south. The post-Cretaceous dikes of the same region have a still more uniform trend. From northwest to southeast, such series of dikes modify the scenery of coasts by forming promontories and serviceable piers for boats. The offshoots near the surface of a great intrusive mass are far less regular. We are here close to the zone of attack, the shatter zone, and the structures or regular fracture planes of the overlying rock only partially control the position taken up by the intrusive magma. Irregular knots and bosses appear in place of far-spreading sheets, and a network of crossing veins occurs instead of a system of coordinated dikes. The resulting country is hummocky and broken, and where the cauldron itself has become exposed, striking contrasts of surface are seen as we pass from the igneous core to the older and frequently stratified rocks upon its flanks. Some large bodies of intrusive rock have, however, been formed sheet by sheet, and a bedded, sill-like structure is then revealed in them on weathering. Sir A. Geeky calls attention to this in his description of the heart of the black gabbro mass in Skye, but as a rule the continuity of structure in batholites, and their characteristic joint planes, set at angles to one another, cause them to appear as massive blocks in the landscape." untraversed by any regular lines granite with its broad tabular jointing which is often developed parallel to a surface of cooling forms rounded slopes and domes after long continued weathering when reared high into the zone of frost action it develops spires and pinnacles as in the huge aigules of mont blanc but as decay goes on the uniform descent of boulders and sand forms spreading taluses banked against the lower slopes while the curving joints, not too closely set, promote a smoothness on the higher lands. These joints, moreover, divide the rock into boulders almost ready-made. Tabular structure sometimes predominates, but even in this case, the exposed ends of the layers soon become rounded, as the felspar crystals pass into a powdery state. Commonly, a rough, spheroidal structure prevails, as may be traced in many of the Dartmoor tors. AND THE BLOCKS THAT SLIP AWAY THROUGH WIDENING OF THE JOINTS BECOME MORE AND MORE ROUNDED AS THEIR SURFACES CRUMBLE ON THE TALUS. IN TROPICAL LANDS, GRANITE EXFOLIATES UNDER THE ALTERNATIONS OF CLEAR HOT DAYS AND CLEAR COLD NIGHTS, AND THE JOINT STRUCTURE ALLOWS OF THE FORMATION OF GREAT ROUND BACK SURFACES ON WHICH spheroidal BOULDERS APPEAR POISED. THESE BOULDERS ARE THE RELICS OF AN OVERLYING LAYER OF GRANITE, MOST OF WHICH HAS SLIPPED AWAY TO THE HILLFOOT. THEIR SURFACES CRUMBLE owing to the unequal expansion of the constituent minerals when the rainy season sets in the decomposed crust is washed away during the dry season it falls off in flakes and powder in this way the magnificent series of monoliths that surround the grave of cecil rose in the matopo hills have become separated out from a continuous sheet of granite they stand now like glacial boulders on a surface almost as smooth as that of a roche The landscape for miles around is fantastic with huge fallen masses and with high perched blocks that seem about to fall. Similar scenery is well known in central India, and exfoliation controls the form of mountain domes in California and Brazil. J.C. Branner lays most stress on temperature changes in the surface zone and little on original spheroidal jointing in promoting the exfoliation of the rounded boulders the basic rocks present far more rugged outlines when a cauldron occupied by basic diorite or by gabbro comes under denuding action the numerous crossing joints oppose the formation of domes or tables the weather widens one groove here another there the rock breaks away in angular fragments rather than as a powder over a broad surface and serrated edges and jagged pinnacles arise along the crests the diorites among our old metamorphic rocks in scotland or in ireland can be recognized on the skyline at considerable distances sir a geeky in his scenery of scotland has made the contrast between granite and gabbro in the centre of the isle of skye familiar to all geologists here the two types of rock were erupted at no long interval and they have been exposed to denudation under the same conditions j mcculloch dwelt in eighteen nineteen on the relative resistance of the gabbro and the rapid disintegration of the granite hills, quaintly remarking of the latter that the loose stones, by their constant descent from the summits, obscure the rocky surface, covering the sides with long torrents of red rubbish, even more unpleasing to the sight than their conoidal forms. McCulloch noted that the loose blocks in the gabbro region lay much as they had fallen, without the production of a sand. In most mountain chains produced by folding, igneous matter has been forced up as an accompaniment of the earth movements. The batholites formed in anticlines, or consolidated masses thrust up from the depths, stand out on weathering amongst schistos or stratified hills. Their surfaces are marked by accidents, and each peak as it comes into view offers something of a new surprise. The wall of Mont Blanc, from the angle near Entrev and the huge crag of the matterhorn above the valley of the Vis have illustrated to every traveller the dominance of igneous masses in the landscape in our own islands the granites of ben karakon and Carn gorm have resisted long ages of denudation an intrusive sheet of finer grain forms the long sheer wall of cater idris while obsidian lava flows now grey and dull and crystalline have furnished on snowdon the finest scenery of wales the fortress-town of edinburgh has arisen on the relics of a dead volcano and the high moor of leinster so long the peril of the english records an igneous cauldron that was first exposed to denudation at the opening of devonian times chapter five